Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Rich LeBron. Rich, you are the owner or co-owner of the franchise consulting company, and you're the CEO of LeBron Advisory Group. You're found on the web at rlebrun.com. That's R-L-E-B-R-U-N.com. For our listener, click on the show notes, information, icon, whatever, get in. We'll have a direct link right to Rich's website. Rich, thank you so much for joining us. Josh, I'm really looking forward to this uh this discussion. So thanks for having me on your show. You bet. All right. Give us an overview of your work today. Yeah, well, my primary, what I do is I help people who want to do one of two things. Either they want to uh, buy a franchise, they want to be in business for themselves for a variety of reasons, such as at minimum enhance their income, or maybe they want to replace their income, or maybe they just want to diverse, or di- yeah, diverse their investments into something else. Or we have people who want to franchise their business. They have a restaurant or sports and fitness or a medical brand or whatever it is, and they want to take it to the franchise side of things, and we help them take that from beginning to end. Yeah. All right. So what's going on in the franchise world these days? You know, uh, entrepreneurship is up. Uh, It's up over 40% year over year. Uh, Uh the, The interest in owning your own business is very exciting. I think this new normal from uh, the COVID pandemic has spurred on a lot of conversations about relocation, where I want to, I can relocate anywhere in the country. I like to work from home. What are my options? Entrepreneurship is uh, is at the top of the list right now. Um, so it's very, very exciting. Uh, people do it to sometimes they're out of a job. They need to replace their job. Some are trying to reach a lifelong dream. They've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I got people coming out of retirement. They're bored. They want something to do. Or maybe their wife kicked them out of the house. I'm not really sure. But uh, nonetheless, uh, they're excited about being in business and excited about exploring the idea. And the franchise model works really well. And our clients are generally, Josh, they're usually 45 to 65. We have outliers. We have them in the 30s. We have them in the 70s. Hmm. But generally speaking, it's 45 to 65. It's kind of a sweet spot. Uh, people who are some some leadership management executive skill set need some capital, uh, but it's a really exciting time. We get to, I love I love what I do. I love helping people, you know, identify the fact if they could be a business owner and how to how to get there. Yeah, um, in terms of hot franchises, like um, obviously what's nice about someone in your position, you get to kind of see the ebbs and flows of demands and like wow this. Uh, this kind of space is really hot right now. This one's starting to cool off. It, you know, and then you know what I'm really interested in is you know your ability to kind of get you know feel the rumblings of of things that are maybe on the horizon. Give us a maybe a state of the union for individual franchise opportunities. 
Yeah, it's the famous uh, favorite cocktail question. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's hot today? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm going to give you a little bit broader spectrum on the on the answer side. We definitely watch the trends and the patterns and the system and what's going on in the industry at large. By the way, people don't realize there's 3,500 different brands out there, and it depends how you carve up the industries. It could be 30, 40, 50 industries. So people really think they kind of gravitate to food or sports and fitness, but we have home improvement, medical, senior care, employment agencies, coaching. I mean, so many things get franchised. So so it's hard to answer that what's the best one. Um, I always say there's not much new under the sun. I mean, a pizza is a pizza. They may make it square, they may make it round, they may deliver it faster or shorter, but it's a pizza. So it's really more of a more of a process and how you get there better, a better marketing, better taste or something like that. If you're talking about food, uh, there are a few things that pop up. I mean, we have one brand. It's kind of a strange brand. I'll give it a little bit of a plug here. It's called smash my trash. All they did around is actually go around the industrial sites and, and compact trash in people's dumpsters. That was the number one selling brand in 2021. I think we sold over 500 of them in a year. It was just amazing. So that's kind of very, what I'd say new. It was a new patented approach to things mm. <clears throat> but we here's what happens on, on, on a large scale covid changed a lot okay yeah, oh yeah like, 2020 was a very good year in the franchise world because people had a lot of time on their hands and so they had said they said okay what are my other options since i'm home a lot of people were skeptical so they wanted to see what was going to happen with their country and the economy so they didn't buy in 2020 they bought in 2021 but it's a very high level high energy uh fast-paced year in 2020 as far as inquiries. But what happened in that in, in that space, food and sports and fitness took the biggest hit. Mm. They were the most vulnerable, they had the hardest time. And we always said in those industries, the strong survived and actually thrived uh, because they were strong enough and actually they got some opportunities because some of their competitors went out of business. So they actually thrived. So we, if, if we were looking for those type of categories, for you or our clients, we would be saying, let's make sure we get the strong strong ones in that space. Home improvement, services, anything in the service sector has been roaring since, roaring since 2020. Everybody's home. They want to paint their house, fix the roof, uh, remodel their garage, whatever they want to do. That has been the hottest topic, the hottest industry right now across the board since 2020. And those things, those have been flourishing. They've had 20, 25% year over year growth. It's really been really, really great. Other industries are we call recession resistant. Now we have a new word called essential automotive. Mm. You still have to get your oil change, whether it's a recession or, That's right. yeah. or whether COVID. So there's certain ones that people go, I want something more stable, something recession resistant and essential. And we kind of lean them towards industries like that. So, uh, but overall today, 2022, everybody's excited, a lot more optimistic, a lot of money in the market. Private equity groups are spending hundreds of millions of dollars in this industry. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's a it's a good place to be looking. It's not for everybody, Josh, uh, by the way, but it is definitely something you should look at as an option for yourself in life. Rich, what is the advantage to working with you as someone who's, a you know, kind of a, con a consultant within the franchise world, as opposed to, oh, I'm at the grocery store. Oh, look at that magazine for, for home business opportunities. I'll just kind of thumb through that. And they usually have lots of ads for franchises. Ah, just, uh, just kind of <laughs> try it yes. on my own. What, what do you bring to the table? Yeah, we call it the midnight franchise search. You know, I can't sleep at night, so I'm going online. I type in franchise and go, "Hey!" I oh no, God help you! 
<laughs> don't do that. <laughs> well, people don't. There's a little bit of a mystery about franchising. It really shouldn't be. It's not, it's a it's a business model. It's nothing magic button about it. There's something about the way it's structured as a business. It should be treated like an investment. Some of these investments go from fifty thousand to well over a million. So let's say you're investing two, three, four hundred thousand dollars. You need to treat it like that with that respect. Where people get in problem and troubles is Michael Gerber wrote a book called E Myth, and he talks about a story where someone who loved to bake cakes. Mm. And then they bought a bakery and then they ended up hating baking cakes. They shouldn't be, they didn't understand the business of baking cakes. They just loved to bake cakes. And so we said, there's a business that should be looked at it like a business. It's an investment, it should be treated like an investment compared to your other investment options and really analyze it. Our process takes four months. It doesn't cost our clients anything, but it takes four months to go through. It's an MBA level approach of evaluating businesses. What do you want to accomplish for yourself? All the, all the things, quality of life, money, geography, number of employees, type of employees, industries. We cover a lot of categories. So you need to take a more, uh, more of a stronger strategic approach to this. So the so reason you use us is that we do this every day. We represent the hundreds of franchises across the country and around the world. Uh, you really need to take more of a financial strategic look at this. And that's where people make the mistake. They wake up in the morning or they wake up on the internet and you know, said, "Hey, I want to. I like to do this, so I want to be in business for to do that." It's really two. It's really two different things. Rich, there's a couple of personas I'm really curious about. Number one, I'm thinking about maybe someone who's like they've they've been in they've you know they they've been at work for decades, right? Maybe they're in their fifties. Uh, they want to start slowing down a little bit. Sixties. Um, they're like, you know. I could, you know, I could exit right now. I've got a bunch of savings, um, but I want to do something that's a little bit more enjoyable. Um, I don't want to stop working, but I don't want to work for the man. <laughs> so what, yeah, is is there, have you helped with any placements from someone in, in that kind of a situation? Well, that is the mantra. That is the mantra. I'm 45 to 65, uh, either, you know, and if they're out of work, uh, even though in this great great economy, right, with unemployment, that that demographic still sometimes is the one that has the hardest time. And if they take a job, it's only lasting two to three years. So if you're 50 yeah. or 55 and you want to get to 70, you know, they're asking themselves, what do I do for the next 15, 20 years? So uh, people want to replace their income. So this is a very common conversation. We call these, these people executives in transition, mm. Josh. They, they're thinking about what should I do with my next um, stage and chapter in life, Okay. And by the way, I'll make it real quickly. There's only five. You retire if you want to, uh, if you can. You get another job in corporate America if you can. And 45 to 65 is a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. And the last three you have to do is start owning a business. You either start your own, you uh, buy a business, not a franchise, you buy a franchise. So we look, have them look at all their options. We are only the franchise lane, but it fits. People at that age want to capitalize on certain things. They have money. They have skills. They have less time because they're not 20, right? To start your own business at 20, you have a long runway ahead of you to make some errors. When you're 50, 55, you don't. So you're more conservative. And they like to do things with people. And when there's a saying in the franchise world, your business for yourself, and you do own it, you can sell it, give it to your kids, whatever you want to do, that you are supported by the franchise company and your fellow colleagues that own the franchises around the country. So those four elements make it very attractive to some people in that demographic. 
uh, and it fits, it fits who they are. Yeah. You know, one other group that I wanted to ask about, uh, Rich, is uh, military veterans. As a veteran myself, and, you know, I know a lot of folks within the uh, kind of the military business owner community, uh, I know that there are some franchises that have incentives or at least there's a special focus upon helping veterans uh, get into franchise ownership. Is that right? Yeah, in fact, uh, thanks again, Josh, for your service to our country. Very much appreciated. Veterans are the franchise favorites <laughs> because one main reason, you guys know how to follow a system, okay? And the two reasons franchisees fail is they're undercapitalized. They you know, spent more money than they had, and they don't follow a system. I always joke around. They try to buy McDonald's and sell hot dogs and can't figure out why it doesn't work. Um, but veterans understand how to follow a system. And so the franchise companies, about 95% of them, as a way of saying thank you for your service, um, do give a discount off the franchise fee. Uh, so it's very common, and we make sure that we get you that discount. Yeah, I've also seen where um, – Kind of as a segue into that, if there are incentives for funding as well, I think I've seen maybe where there might be maybe special exceptions or, you know, maybe typically funding requirements that there might be some a little bit more leniency uh, or if, and again, just kind of start with that and then just kind of talk into, you know, how does funding typically work? So, um, you know, if a a franchise cost is going to cost a quarter million. How much should I have set aside and how much can I finance? Yeah, good. Well, I'll start at the macro and then kind of work more to the micro. Um, most people finance a franchise. Okay. You know, 95% do it. It's usually the walking around formula figure 20 to 30% down, just like you're buying a house down payment and you finance the rest with a, Loan. Now, that loan could be a conventional loan from a bank, or it could be what they refer to as an SBA loan, which is a government-backed loan. Uh, it's pretty much how people finance them. The down payments are usually coming from cash, stocks, bonds, and they have a great program called the ROBS program, where you can roll over a part of your 401k or IRA, and, and you're not taxed or penalized, no matter what age you are. Okay, And that's pretty much how 90% of the franchises get bought. There are sometimes a little bit unique uh, packages for the veterans. So it'll either come out of the Veterans Administration or, or government-supported financing or the franchise itself. We have a couple of nuances there. Uh, but generally speaking, most everything gets bought under the uh, the other method that I mentioned. Yeah, and um, so for someone who is, uh, I guess, how serious should they be before they have a conversation with you? Uh Here's what I say, serious enough to, to take the time to explore. Now, I, most of my clients are, you know, uh, come on and go, I, Rich, I don't know anything about the franchise industry other than I've eaten at a franchise or I've bought a franchise service or product. I said, look, it's going to take you four months, just about the same amount of time it takes to buy a house. You need to dedicate about two to five hours a week to this exercise. And so my, if you could be committed to exploring, we'll find out in the end if you buy. And I'm really okay taking you on a journey. It doesn't cost you anything. Let's explore. It's not for everybody, but be open to the idea. Uh, go through the complete journey. And at the end of the four months, you'll have opportunities on your desk that you fully vetted, fully understand, fully verified. 
And then you can make a decision of to go or no go. But the real, you ask how serious, if they're not committed to the time, uh, mm-hmm. it actually works against you, Josh. The franchisors are looking for really quality people. Okay. And so if you show that you're not interested or have a lackadaisical approach to this, the franchisors themselves will rule you out. You know, they may be opening, they may be interviewing 200 people a month, open 30 stores a year. Yeah. Okay. So uh, if you want to be at the top position, which we try to keep you at, uh, you have to be engaged. You don't know if you're going to buy or not. That's not, that's not the issue, but you have to be serious enough to go on the journey and devote the time to it. Yeah. Hey, Rich, I forgot to ask you, you've got a book uh, and that book is what's my next move. Yeah. Uh, well, I, you know, I was exactly where a lot of my clients were. I was 60 years old, out of work. I was in commercial real estate for 30 years, and I was faced with those five options. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready to retire. I was looking, I said, okay, I'm looking for another job in corporate America, and they weren't necessarily hiring senior executives in commercial real estate at 60 years old. And so then I looked at the last three. I, should I start my own? I looked at that option. I looked at buying businesses that were um, not a franchise. And then I uh, ran across a franchise consultant and fell in love with what they did. And I fell in love with the industry. So what I want to do is I wanted to capture my journey in the book. So it helps people who are going on this journey, look at all different components. It's a family decision. It's a, sometimes a faith yeah. decision. Sometimes it's a, uh, uh, it's definitely a financial decision. It's a vocational decision. So like people to take a hard look at all the whole perspective. And that's what I tried to uh, capture in my book. Yeah. Fantastic. And those are, that's available at your website, Rich. And that website is rlebrun.com, R-L-E-B-R-U-N.com. And of course you're listening to the podcast, just click on the little information icon on show notes, just find a way, click on the cover art, you'll, you'll get it. And there'll be a direct link so that you can click and visit web, uh, Rich's website. Rich, when they go there, what should they click on? What should they do? Uh, they just got to fill out a form. We'll send, them a, we'll send them a free book. In fact, we'll send them another book also called The Franchise MBA, which will give them you know, a good introduction to the whole franchise industry. And if they would like, we'll set up a 15-minute call and I can walk them through some of the questions that you're asking here, Josh, in a little bit more detail. All right, Rich LeBrun. Uh, again, you're the uh, the owner, the CEO of LeBrun Advisory Group, also the co-owner of the franchise consulting company. Uh, Rich, thank you so much for joining us. Josh, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks for having me again on your show. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. 
Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.